The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. August 1920. 100 years ago. Major League Baseball is playing under a dark cloud. Not from a deadly disease, but from a growing scandal. Rumors are swirling that members of the reigning American League champions, the Chicago White Sox, intentionally lost the World Series the previous season. As the so-called Black Sox scandal threatens to engulf the sport, two other American League teams, the Cleveland Indians and the New York Yankees, square off on a rainy afternoon at the Polo Grounds in New York. The Yankees trail the Indians by just half a game in the standings. And on the mound, they have their right-handed ace, Carl Mays. He's what's known as a submarine pitcher. His contorted underhand motion is so extreme that his knuckles sometimes scrape the ground. Due up first for the Indians in the fifth inning is their scrappy young 29-year-old shortstop, Ray Chapman, a fan favorite. Chapman is newly married. He and his wife have a daughter on the way. Chapman stands in, crowding the plate. Mays' first pitch is a fastball high and tight, and it's met with a loud crack that can be heard throughout the ballpark. The ball dribbles back towards Mays, who throws it over to Yankees first baseman Wally Pip. Pip catches the ball, and then freezes in horror, looking towards home plate. It was then that the Yankees players and others in the ballpark realize that the crack they heard is not the crack of Ray Chapman's bat. Welcome to another special bonus episode of Flashback. I'm Sean Braswell. There have been millions of pitches thrown in Major League Baseball games during the sport's history. Only one has been lethal. That was the pitch that ended Ray Chapman's life, ruined Carl Mays' chances of reaching the Hall of Fame, and helped change the course of baseball history. As players and men, Mays and Chapman could not have been more different. Mays was probably the most unpopular player in the game. 
Off the field, he was a moody loner. His teammates likened him to someone with a permanent toothache. On the field, he was a fierce competitor on the mound, one with a reputation as a headhunter, who was always among the lead leaders in hitting batters. In one game against the equally despised Ty Cobb, Mays threw at the Detroit Tigers legend every time he came to the plate. Cobb reciprocated by throwing his bat at Mays. Mays often yelled at his own fielders when they made an error. Once he threw at, and hit, a heckling fan in the stands. Ray Chapman, on the other hand, was popular with both players and fans. Before the season, the infielder had married the daughter of a wealthy Cleveland businessman. His new father-in-law wanted him to retire from the low-paid job of baseball and take up a more stable occupation in the family business. But Chapman, considered the best shortstop in the league, continued to play. When Chapman was in the batter's box, he stood unusually close to the plate and hunched over it. It would be more than 50 years till batting helmets were mandatory. Muddy Rule, the Yankees catcher on that fateful day, later told a reporter simply, his head was in the strike zone. Chapman, by all accounts, barely moved an inch when Mays' first submarine pitch smashed into the side of his head. Muddy Rule helped catch Chapman as he collapsed. The home plate umpire motioned for a doctor, and the fallen batter was carried from the field. At the hospital, doctors found a fracture on the left side of Chapman's skull that was more than three inches long. His brain had lacerations on both sides. Doctors operated into the night, but shortly before sunrise, Chapman died. When his young widow was greeted with the news as she stepped from a train in New York, she fainted. Some blame the incident on visibility. Fog was hanging over the dreary field that day. Others blame the ball, which, like most from that era when throwing spitballs was allowed, was covered in spit and tobacco juice. And some people blame Carl Mays. But despite Mays' reputation as a headhunter, most observers felt that he was not throwing at Chapman on purpose because the Yankees were trailing in a game with pennant implications. The death was ruled accidental. The accident, though, would haunt Mays until his own death. It cast a dark shadow over a career in which he racked up 207 wins in 15 seasons, among the best numbers for a pitcher not in the Hall of Fame. Chapman's team, the Cleveland Indians, won the first World Series in franchise history that year in honor of their fallen shortstop. And the following season, Major League Baseball instituted rules requiring that new, clean baseballs be introduced into games more often. The scandal of Chapman's death had long-term consequences for baseball. Along with the spitball ban and the rise of a certain home run hitting slugger named Babe Ruth, it helped usher in the so-called live ball era of the modern game, an era in which high scoring contests with more home runs would electrify a new generation of fans. Thanks for listening, and please stay tuned to this feed for more bonus episodes on fateful moments from history in the weeks ahead. Flashback is written and hosted by me, Sean Braswell, senior writer and executive producer at Aussie. 
It was edited by Maeve McGorn and produced by Tracy Moran. Chris Hoff engineered our show. Make sure to subscribe to Flashback on the iHeartRadio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to learn more about the death of Ray Chapman, check out the book The Pitch That Killed by Mike Soul. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.